Warning, the following show features audio performed either by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. Accordingly, Happy Hour Podcast and the producers must insist that everyone that is of drinking age attempt to recreate or reenact any audio or activity performed on this show. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to an all-new episode of Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Tabby. And I did not sound like Christopher Walken. I was about to say that this is the third episode in a row. (laughs) That I... That you... Well, you would have sounded like Christopher. This would have been four. (laughs) Wow. Welcome to an all-new episode of Happy Hour Podcast. (laughs) That's terrible. So, this week is an episode that we are very, very excited to do. Uh, I have been blowing the shit up out of this on Twitter because I have had a uh, such a, a massive Woodwood to do this, and it is going to be me versus Tab mm-hmm. facing off to see who has the better recast of 80s actors for the semi-popular, meh, okay TV show <laughs> Stranger Things. And we're joined by a very good friend of ours in the indie pod community. Well, I hope he's a good friend of ours. Special guest referee for this match. I hope he likes us. Ryan Leskis of Pain Productions. How you doing, Pally? Hey man, I uh I shaved my head like Mills Lane. I got the striped shirt on. I'm ready. You look I'm fucking ready. rad, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I am impartial. I'm ready to go. I'm 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 no favorites here. There's no well, favorites here. And it's it's funny because uh, when because Caleb wasn't able to make it on tonight's recording, he had a he had a prior engagement, and uh, so I thought, well, we bounced we the idea the... back and forth. We were like, so we did the Game of Thrones episode back in December, which was a fucking huge hit. People love the Game of Thrones, where we recasted Game of Thrones, but American actors was like, hey, what if we did a recast of Stranger Things, but we actually had a judge on this one keep tally of which one that and they thought. You and were the, You were the first person we thought of, actually. Well, yeah. I, I kind of had oh, to sell it to be you. Be careful now. Oh, okay. Well, because really. I was like, hey, let's have Maddie on. But then you were like, Maddie's coming on next yeah. week. And I was like, wait a minute. Mm. Leska's really dropped a comment that was super fucking deep on my Facebook page. And I didn't know that you watched Stranger Things. I guess I don't know if you had mentioned it. Oh, Red Pin. Red Pin, right? Red Pin. Uh-huh. I mean, okay. and then and then I had to drop the fact that we needed a extremely good looking judge. Even though <laughs> our audience go. can't hear uh, it. Yeah. yeah. And face for radio, ladies and gentlemen. He's got the Murray mustache going on. The bald eagle I himself. Do, I do. It is. <laughs> His I do. fingers are like arrows. His <laughs> arms are like steel. His legs are like iron. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, you're were, you were like the first person we thought of. To, we really did. To do this with us. We were like, yeah. we need to have him back on. It was so much yeah. fun the last two times that we did this. I appreciate it, man. I, I, I watched and have rewatched the show, and this last season has been stellar and and i was messaging with tabby today you know they're like also as far as the 80s go i uh all my siblings are about a decade older than 
So I was, you know, about six, seven, you know, like in the early part of the 80s going in there. I don't want to date myself too much, but I'm, I'm a bit up there. But and all my brothers and sisters are, are teenagers. So I never had control what was on TV, obviously, you know, rightfully oh, so. Of course. <laughs> So everything from, you know, and we had HBO and we had Skinamax. So like literally everything. I It was just, if, if they were watching me, you know, I was watching it. And so there's not much. I was even throwing a lot of movie references to Tabby that she's like, I don't even know what the I, hell this is. I have no scary. idea. I would have. So, yeah. I'm a big I doubt it. fan. I doubt it. I you know, doubt it. What do you know about Kid Co? Oh, no shit. What do you know about Kid Co? I've heard of Kid Co. Okay. That's a little bit more than me. That's a lot more than me. Scott Schwartz, who fam- famous from The Toy. Do you remember The Toy with Richard Pryor? Yeah. Okay. And Robin Williams? Or no, Robin he, Williams wasn't in that. Yeah, he was. No. no. That was no, no. Uh, Quaid. Dennis? No. Cousin Nobody Ed. really. Jackie, Jackie Gleason was about the only other famous person in The mm. Toy. But uh, but yeah, so he came out and they they lived on a farm and they ended up turning uh, all their manure into a uh, into a lucrative fertilizer company and the man was coming after him. And it was a movie that I've seen at least ten times. <laughs> and there's no reason any human should admit that, but here I am. So this is all in my wheelhouse, and I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm ready. Of course, ready. of course. So the reason why um, '80s. Ryan and I talking about the 80s. I was like, okay, so do you want to know who we mm. chose or do you want to be surprised? Because it's like, how well do you know celebrities from the 80s? And he was like, I got this. Just got fire it. them off rapid fire. <laughs> I didn't want to be spoiled. I feel like I would have already had in my head right now who the winner is going into this. And I didn't want to come in with that. I, I love that instant reactions i want to weigh the pros and cons in my head instead i would have already been like you know what it's it's i can tell you now it's, it's and if there is a good reaction a good enough reaction this will go up on youtube because it seems <laughs> okay. like every time that we have a good reaction Shirley or something happens, are my favorite drink. <laughs> <laughs> well we almost killed caleb last time yeah so he's okay. not here nope um but anyway, uh, uh, taking this back to last week's episode. Yes. What uh, about that um, stupid hot dog poll? <laughs> so uh, for those of you that listened to last week's episode, I did make a tweet. Literally that Caleb night as we were recording. Dur- yeah, during, like, as soon as we started recording. And Caleb spouted off his hot topic. So the Twitter poll was, uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? And I am so sorry to those of you that said yes, because only 34% of you said yes. 66 said no. So what is it then? It's its own thing, I guess. It's a hot dog on a bun. Let me ask you this. Where is it typically listed on a menu if you go out to eat? The kid's menu. That's a good one. I'm, I'm not That's wrong, a good one. No, you're I'm not. not you're not. It I mean, we went out to the Mexican restaurant last week after we got the car, and Gunner, Gunner ordered hot dogs, two, hot dogs. two hot dogs at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> I'm on I'm team hot. sandwich. I'm on team sandwich. I can't lie. I am too. No, I mean, if it's, that's it's, if that's your heel, man, you know, fucking die on it. If that's no, I'm I'm not going to go hard for it. I'm not going hard in the paint for it. 
I'm just saying meat between bread is listed usually under burgers and sandwiches and all like the other things, you know. I, I got one for you and I I, I caught some um, some shit for this one. Is chili a soup? Is chili a, is cereal yes. a soup? Yes. I will I say yes so to too. both. And people no. say chili is not a soup, it's just chili. So I feel Rock, like it's in that same thing. Right. I'm like, it's always like, what's the soup of the day? Oh, we have, you know, beef, vegetable, and chili. Like, it's always, like, listed at restaurants under soups. They're like, no, it's not broth-based. And I'm, there are chili recipes with broth in it. A, I, I went but, into a whole thing with it. So, yeah, it, it's in that camp. So, yeah, it has liquid. Definitely a soup. That's what I'm if it has liquid in it, it's a soup. I don't, I don't think, I'll, I'll give you chili, but I'm not, cereal, absolutely not. Cereal is oh, a soup. It is it's a breakfast a soup. Fucking soup. <laughs> soup isn't supposed to be crunchy. Yeah. If it, your soup is crunchy, you're not making soup right. <laughs> it's al dente. <laughs> el what dente. if you put crackers in your soup? Exactly. Well, you, you coming from you, yeah. the person who doesn't believe beans go in chili. It doesn't. It doesn't. It beans do not belong in chili. The when chili, we're about to fight right now. When chili was invented, <laughs> the original recipe for uh, at least up to a hundred years of chili being a thing did not put beans in it. Some dumbass <laughs> decided, "Oh, I'm gonna put beans in it because I have no fucking taste." No, so I want to shit my pants and eat fiber or fiberglass. It's not what the fuck. Chili, it's, it's drink so another chalky. Anyway. <laughs> So Ryan, why did I, I marry you? We so we're gonna go around the room. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> That's not on the show notes. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go around the table, and we're gonna let our guests go first, and then Ooh. you go, and I'll go last. Ryan, Vecna has captured you. What I'll song be. plays to help you escape? I'm giving this some thought, and like at first. I was like, what's your favorite song of all time? But that's not really what the Vecna's song is about. It's like, what's going to pull you out? What has meaning to you? In this situation, I would go with Lovely Day by Bill Withers. Okay. That's a, yeah. okay. That song always makes me smile. And it was something with my kids that was like easy listening enough and like, uh, when I'd walk them in in, in the strollers, sometimes if they were fussy. I'd throw that on, and like it always seemed to have a nice calming on them. And it just kind of became like a in, in, in a family anthem, and it, it holds a special spot in my heart. Oh, it would pull me out of almost anything. Damn it! So yeah, I'm just, "Lovely Day" by Bill Wood. I like that one. That's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. What about you? Me? Yeah. I mean, anyone who knows me. <laughs> knows what my song is to pull me out. I know it. If it's Blue the same one you posted about, yeah. Don't fear the reaper. I took you to see it. Exactly. I know. I I've been dying to see them. They have come to Louisville three times, and the third time was the charm. And nice. I got to see them play the song live as tears were streaming from my face. Oh, she cried so hard. And just. I cheered up from watching her being that excited. And I had a bad day the other day. And funny enough, my second favorite song, which is Blue Oyster Colts Burning for You, came on. This was yesterday. It, w- yeah. And um, 
I went into the liquor store, bought some beer because I had a podcast last night. And then I went back out to the car, put my keys in the car, turned it on. And there was Don't Fear the Reaper. Both of my favorite songs back to back that I got to hear. So Vecna's Vecna has no control over me if that fucking guitar solo is playing. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. I love that song, too. And uh, I also posted this the other day. Why didn't they have a powwow after that and make a mixtape? Because mixtapes were everything in the 80s. With yes. everybody's song on there. Like, in case, guys, just in case. Let's all make it, right. you know. That's being a little too too literal with the show. You're so, you just, yeah, just but it's a smart belief, move, you know, or whatever. But right, you know, I figured that would have been a Dustin move for sure. All right, everybody, I'm making mixtapes. What's everybody's song? <laughs> that would be a Dustin thing. I will mm. agree. That's definitely so a think, Dustin thing. Do you think in the in the finale, if Vecna captures Dustin, they're just gonna play Never Ending Story? Story. <laughs> it was so fucking cute when that happened in oh, season man. three. Oh. It still holds. That is my number one moment in the series is when Susie and Dustin sang that song together. That's one of my feel good YouTube videos. Whenever I'm it's, down, dude. it's on my playlist. That, yeah. That version that of the song is on my playlist. <laughs> I'll throw that one. Alive, <laughs> What's so, your Vecna song? My Vecna yeah. song. I already know it. No, you don't. I know it's a Metallica song. You're isn't wrong. It? I put, I knew you'd look. So I put it on there to throw you off. Okay. It's Celine Ooh. Dion. Nope. It is all Ooh. I want by Stained. Oh, our wedding song. Ooh. Oh, gross. You're gross. <laughs> you picked it. <laughs> you are so gross. <laughs> You're a woman. No, <laughs> no, actually, uh, it's it's battery by Metallica. I knew uh, that. Ba- uh, battery. Yeah, that's my that's my. Back- you had <laughs> bonus points and then you lost them. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> You're wearing a Metallica T-shirt, man. Like it had to be Metallica. At my, I'm wearing my metal up your ass shirt. It's the night toilet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and the glow in the dark electric chair on the back. Yep. <laughs> so the next question: What was under Lucas's bed? I said a cum sock. I said porn. <laughs> Why can't it be both? <laughs> I mean, you can't have one without the other. If you're if you're a, a coming of age teenage boy, you. Well, you don't have one or the other. You have both of them. The way that Dustin looked at Erica and was like, how gross was it? And she was like, 100%. Like, your yeah. brain is like, what is that gross to Erica? Yeah, I mean, that's what it's got to be. I think so. You think it's porn? I think it's porn. I don't know if, I don't know at what age uh, girls really realize what a cum sock is without actually knowing what a cum sock is. That's why know? Erica... It's, it's like, not oh, that man. visible, really. It would just look like a normal sock, unless it was a stiff sock. Erica's at that age where it's oh, boobies, gross. Uh, yeah. Boys, gross. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's Will's bed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the '80s, so it's probably like mags, you know, like a stack yeah. of mags, oh yeah, like playpen. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't something, you know, it's pretty obvious and, and glaring visual image when you when you stare at it. So yeah, I'm guessing it was. Yeah, I'm thinking it was swank. <laughs> it was so, like oh even better here we go i just thought of this what about his mom's like uh sears catalog <laughs> now you're dialing back yeah yeah that's the uh, jc penny yes on <laughs> memories but again from the cover alone i don't think it would have the same reaction 
so the final question before we jump into this uh should we have seen more of eddie and chrissy's dynamic uh not dynamic well dynamic together relationship together uh, i wouldn't I, before before chrissy died do you think chrissy was killed too early we their interaction seen, yeah interaction sorry do you think we should have seen more of chrissy and eddie interacting maybe give chrissy one more episode with eddie and see how that would have played out before they just took her out i really think it would be a little bit much they kind of left it to the viewer's imagination yeah to um oh they had this little relationship thing back in kindergarten that was so cute mm. and they've both gone separate ways but then they've it's that normal movie love story kind of thing right and and but it was like oh touch points this is cute he's gonna give her drugs and fuck her up because she's <laughs> fucked up and then she fucking That's one does in the 80s <laughs> and then she fucking flies and and her eyeballs fall out and shit and like and, uh, gave her the old snap crackle pop <laughs> but I, I think if they would have went further with it i honestly personally think it would have been too far i think they gave just enough taste to make you think what about you ryan i agree I think, you know, they, the, the early deaths were like a mechanism to set up the backstory of Vecna and how he's attacking his, I think that was a little bit more important in there. And they're, they're, these episodes are long, but they're packing a lot into them. So I think they really just needed to get to the meat of the Vecna story and having the two victims, you know, the two yeah. early victims, you know, kind of to you set get the a, pace. a taste of them. Yeah. You just a little bit, you know, it's like, oh, here's, you know, just I can relate. Taste, you're kind of getting like, okay, this, this little dweeby guy is kind of interesting. Oh, no. You know, it's just kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. You know, it's like, okay. And so like you get enough of, of their personality and who they are enough to be like, okay, you're kind of into them, but maybe they're establishing something, but like you can tell from, from the stall scene, like the you know, she's having some serious feelings. Like they give you PTSD. enough of her story to to kind of help propel Beckna, and I think that was more of the plot point than Eddie. Eddie was still more of of you know his relationship with the dude and like all that kind of stuff. So I think like it would have been a, yeah, I think it would have been a little bit too much filler if we'd have had like. More. An extra 20, 30 minutes of that event, like, oh, where the hell's the payoff in here, man? Like, you know, and we don't know what's coming. I mean, I we haven't announced it to uh, to the audience yet. We still haven't seen. We're literally going to dive off this podcast and hop into the to the part two. But you love know, you, Ryan. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We gotta go. It's okay, a we'll tie. Gotta go. We'll turn the computer at our TV so we can all watch it together. Right. <laughs> exactly. oh, we're going to be messaging each other at the end of this. Oh, my God. All right. Ugly cry selfies will be in full effect. Right. <laughs> I have literally stayed off of social media today. Yeah. Same. Just because I have heard from three people that there are spoilers everywhere. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. I've only checked uh, uh, DMs. That's all I've really checked, but I haven't like refreshed. It's like new tweets. I'm like, nah, I'm okay for today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. Yeah. There's, there's nothing, you know, nothing groundbreaking out there. I need to check out today. I, uh, I actually, I called uh, the song that Eddie plays. 
I guessed it Saturday from a, I saw a TikTok video and some guy like broke down like Eddie's finger placement on his fretboard on his Oh, guitar. really? And our yeah. buddy AJ at Dad's on Dayquil uh, messaged, messaged him. Me while I was taking a nap. I, I yeah. ate some wings and took a nap <laughs> while watching season one a couple hours ago. And I woke up to the message and he said, oh my God, dude. And he told me the song Eddie plays. I'm like, son of a bitch. But I was right. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to say the song. But no, I, please don't. I guessed right. I guessed okay. right. So this week's shout out is for an amazing supporter of the indie podcast community. Um, this shout out is called the Blue Pixie Stick. Mm-hmm. This shot goes to Manic Pixie. The Manic Pixie Weirdo. Yep. The beautiful Manic Pixie Weirdo. Uh, in this shot is um, cherry vodka, grape vodka, blue curacao, uh, sweet and sour. And you shake it up in an ice shaker and serve it in a shot glass. Did you dust your rim, though? Did you dust your rim? That's not a, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> Did you dust your rim? Because you got to get... I took time and I got my 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 pixie sticks out because uh, oh, yeah. I have children, so I made sure to dust my rim. Of course, we've got I, the rim dusted. I'm I'm formal. <laughs> <laughs> I dust my rim every morning. <laughs> so, you, you maniac! <laughs> Ridiculous. I'm a paniac. <laughs> a paniac. Oh, yeah. the paniacs. All right. All right. This this shot right here goes to Manic Pixie, our shot out of the week. The Manic cheers. Pixie Weirdo. Cheers, cheers. Ooh. That was tart. That was a little bit of a bite. Oh, my tip of my tongue's burning. I don't do vodka, so we love you enough for me to do vodka. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right. Let's get into that Bosky Coffee ad. Fucking Bosky Coffee. Amazing coffee. Make sure you use have uh, Bosky Coffee. It's happy. in the ad. They'll figure it out. Well, that's true. Here we go. We at Happy Hour Podcast are proud to announce that we are now sponsored by one amazing coffee company. Bosky Coffee. Bosky Coffee Roasters began several years ago in a small town in central New Mexico. Born out of their love and passion for great coffee, the desire to make sure they knew where their coffee is coming from and that it is ethically sourced. Bosky buys only the best Arabica beans, blending and roasting each small batch personally. They only use the highest quality extracts and flavors for their flavored coffees. They have tons of types of coffee and flavors. Like single origin. Premium roast like their breakfast blend and espresso. Flavored coffees like their most popular high mountain pinion coffee, which uses real New Mexican pinions for an authentic southwestern flavor. Oh, and teas. You can shop online at bosquecoffeeroasters.com. That is B-O-S-Q-U-E coffeeroasters.com. Use promo code BOSKYCOFFEEHAPPYHOUR upon checkout for 10% off your purchase. Enjoy coffee the way it should be. Simple and delicious. So there's another plug that I want to uh, kind of throw out there. Okay. Uh, a friend of ours, Jekka. Staley has created a new company called Rise Again. It's a company offering inspirational, educational, motivating, and soothing products. Just a little bit of the products include local art, clothing, and accessories, spiritual stones, and other items, children's learning items, and hobby and craft items. Rise Again was born out of a desire to help others and spread awareness of the option to change your life and your own path. Mike, where can you 
find her or reach out? <laughs> if you want to find any information, just reach out to Jacka at riseagain463 at gmail.com. Again, that's riseagain463 at gmail.com. Or you can reach her uh, at a phone number, 812-225-7812. Again, uh, Jacka is such an awesome person, and we hope... The, the absolute best for her. And oh, for sure. Jack she is awesome. deserves absolutely everything. And a special shout out to her just for being a big supporter of our show. Uh, we love you so much, Jekka. You're, you're always near and dear to our hearts. And anyone listening to this, please, again, feel free to reach out to her. She's starting up an awesome business. And uh, we, we really want to help her out with this because we love her so much. Absolutely. Love you, Jack. And we're back. All right. I wanted to say it this time because you've said it literally every fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to. All right, fine. You my got turn. My thunder. You got sniped. <laughs> yeah, that's two weeks in a row now. <laughs> you didn't get to do the intro last week, and now you didn't get to do the intro after the ad. My turn. I'll let you have the ad at least. But We're all supposed mine. to be co-hosts. But the intro is mine. You can have the intro, Christopher Walken. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Stranger things. All right, are we ready to dive into this? Oh, Jesus. So when I made this list, um, mm-hmm. I listed it from our least favorite to most favorite characters. Okay. No, you listed it from... This is not my order of favorite well, this characters. Is, this isn't my order either. The last, the last one the last is, is not it's my favorite. Eagle. All right, we'll get there. It's the bald so, eagle. <clears throat> the first character, Dr. Brenner, Papa. Yes. Ladies first, or do you want to go first? Ladies Ooh, first. Technically an 80s actor, so that's a tough one. Yes. So my character for Dr. Brenner or Papa is Harrison Ford. Nice. Ooh. Thank you. Mine Thank you. is Jack Nicholson. Whoa. Judges? Well, judge. Wow. All right. You guys definitely went hard there. Oh, we I went hard my entire fucking list. You guys went hard in the paint here because you know (laughs) when I think think Dr. Brenner, I mean there's still like a a, a, you know, there's a smarminess to him. Yeah. I almost put Malcolm McDowell. Ooh, that would have been good. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. That that yeah, I'm getting like I'm getting a smarmy vibe, and I'm trying but to figure Malcolm out McDowell between now would have been good. True, true. Yeah, Malcolm McDowell actually could do. He's bloomed so much in his age <laughs> as an actor. And you know, all right. First reaction is I I gotta go. Um, I gotta go, Jack Nicholson. I do. Because I feel he can play Smarmy better. He's played the devil in the Witches of Eastwick. He definitely can play like he was the Joker a little bit. Yeah. Whereas Harrison Ford's he's on solo. He's Indiana Jones. It's just I'm trying to rush through my brain, maybe of of a of a movie where he's really teetered on the on the opposite side or really had a balance of good versus evil or, you know, just even the hint of like he's not fucking on solo kind of well, moment. And I'm struggling to find those moments. I'm not saying he's not a talented actor and could. What pull about it off. the 
what about the early or the later age of Harrison Ford when he was Kylo Ren's father? But he was still, he was well, still I mean, I know he was still Han Solo, but he had more depth to him at that point. Yeah. He was oh, yeah. He's a, he's a deep actor, but, you know, he's still always the consummate Han Solo. And he, and he basically knew he was walking out there to die, but he was still mm-hmm. trying to save his son. It was still a very, like, and that's past the 90 days, so we can talk about him being killed there. Um, but I, I think, I think you need a little bit, I, I'm trying to think, the only thing I could think of possibly is regarding Henry, but even then he was a sweet man. He, he just was a dick before he lost his memory. So yeah. there's just no, there's no gray in, 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 or any black in, in, uh, Harrison Ford's acting career. So I got to go to Jack Nicholson on this one. All right. Okay. Mike got that one. Both All great right. choices. Do you want to uh, Harrison Ford was a good choice, though. I I oh. never would have thought of that. I agree. Thank you. That was Thank good. you. Thank you. I agree. Uh, well, do, do you we want... want to take turns going first? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, so for Dr. Owens, currently played by Paul Reiser. Of course. Mm-hmm. I, I have cast. Paul Reiser? Paul Reiser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Camp, I cast, Camp yeah Paul, right. Paul Reiser. I can't see anyone else pulling that off, honestly. I really can't. It's hard. And I, it took me all week to come up with that, honestly. This one was my last, like, I could not figure out this one. This yeah. one was my last one. Now, I could we, not get. Let me clarify as I'm judging these. Like, are we talking 80s Paul Reiser here? Like, Mad About You yeah. era? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think Paul Reiser, he, as an actor, even early in his career in the 80s, you know, he, he could have stretched his wings just as good now as he did, the, or just as good then as he does now. That's true. That's true. I, I believe. Okay. What about you? My Dr. Owens is going to have to be Harold Ramis. Fucking A. Okay. Yeah. Because good. I'm an ice cold bitch like that. Let her have it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good Harold one. Harold fucking sorry. Ramis. I was gonna got, I was gonna debate I was gonna debate there to make you feel a little bit better, Mike, but that one's definitely a dunk. Um, oh my god, fucking Egon Spangler. Yeah, yeah. let me have it. I'm, yeah, I, I'm yeah, you beat me for sure. Take the point. I don't want it. <laughs> Thank you. No, even even if he had picked me to win that one, no, that's you. That's good. Like I said, I'm an icy cold bitch. That was on this one. All right. Argyle. I go first. Mm. Go. Argyle. I want to go last on this. One. Okay. Go. A lot of stoner actors in the 80s. There's a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to say mine. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> That's what I said too. Oh, beautiful. I said, yeah. No way. <laughs> right, yep. And I, mean, I changed it. I can I can pick I can picture Argyle going even now. Excellent. And then right? the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had to change it. I, I totally also said Keanu Reeves. The original one that I had was uh, Charlie Sheen. And then as I'm driving home today, I was like, no, no Charlie Sheen. No, I don't enough, see him. And then I was enough. like, oh, my God, Keanu Reeves. In real life? Yes, yes Charlie Sheen. But not as an actor. <laughs> In real life, no. yeah, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, he doesn't have the lovable Ooh. enough role to be Charlie Sheen. Would have, no, no, you guys. Well, that you was guys, a tie. That was a tie. tie. Right so. out of the gate, it's point, point, tie. Yeah. So technically two to two right now. Uh, one to one. One well, to one. Okay, if you don't want to count the tie, then sure. we're doing NFL. I'm just saying, you guys. Okay, okay. Deal, deal, <laughs> deal, NFL deal. All right, you're up with Eddie. 
Eddie. Ooh, if we tie this am one, I going, am, you we, go we, first we on tie. this one. We won't tie. Okay. Uh, Ryan will know who I'm talking about because uh-huh. it's it's not Ted. It's Bill. Alex Winter. Oh, okay. You got the curly hair, too, and the Lost Boys effect. Excellent. He has a little bit of the dark arts in there. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. Eddie will be played by my pick. Okay. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Mm. Ooh. Maybe. See, Johnny He's Depp dark. Yeah, at this he's point, he's mysterious yeah. at this age. But he's not a stoner. Eddie's not really, I mean, he's Argyle. a stoner. Oh, no, we're talking about Eddie. Yeah, we're talking about Argyle. Eddie. Eddie does have a little bit of a harder drug influence than just stoner, man. This guy's this guy's putting out some Charlie serious Cry, baby? Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie yeah. Sheen is Eddie. So I'm thinking Crybaby, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street doesn't really count, but that was no. like his first real debut there. That, yeah. That's, I like that. That's a tough one. I like that. What? My, my, my leaning here is because I think that, and this is a good one, because I love mm. Alex. I love Alex Winter, and I love that pick because he's also kind of. I picked Alex Winter because he's a metal-influenced teenager, just like Eddie. Yeah. And again, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Lost Boys. I'm thinking because he's also like, he's not the lead in anything. Where Eddie yeah. is like Mm-mm. that secondary kind of, you know, character, especially as you know, Bill S. Preston Esquire. Um, you know, not the favorite. I, I think Ted, you know, was like the favorite of the two, even yeah. though it's Bill and Ted. But again, I feel like the charisma factor. That's depth for days and um yeah i gotta go depth here i'm sorry man no that's a good choice it inspired to i'm gonna apologize to whoever doesn't get it every time so it's not it's not no no none none. that was definitely a tough call and i i I love the winter pick dude i I wanted to do it just on that alone but i feel like the care the the charisma that eddie's putting out this season i don't know if winter could pull it off I think feel like he knows his role in I got the cast, it. but I don't know if he could shine as well as that he has yeah. in the season. Exactly. It, it would be cool to like watch Stranger Things and fucking Bill and Ted is in there. Like, oh together, yeah, though. that that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah. <laughs> All right. So be. next next up is Robin, and I am going first. Go for it. Mm. Now I will say right now that the females characters were super fucking hard to choose. Mm-hmm. And for my Robin, because she is one of my favorite characters on Stranger Things, I I I with her. I super vibe with fucking Robin because I'm I'm yeah. Robin. In real life, you and Robin would be best friends. Yeah, probably. Or we would be enemies because we are the same person. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a thin line. You and Nancy, frenemies, friends, frenemies. Uh, frenemies. I like that. Yeah. Um, my Robin is. Joan Cusack. Okay. She has the comedy aspect. She has the dramatical aspect. Yeah. Well, my Robin, my Robin is Phoebe Cates from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Bow. Bow. That, her. Red bikini. I was about to say, yeah. 
You're hitting me in my Ryan knows spot exactly here. Don't, don't, fucking... yeah, don't, don't do that. Just because you don't try to butter me up. That was like handing me a... But no, Phoebe Cates I'm... is my Robin. All right. Ooh, this is a tough one. She she somewhat played that style of a role in Fast Times. Somewhat. She was like, she Ooh, was the lead chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, She was the lead girl. A lot more sexually forward, a lot more, you know, she was like, a lot cooler, you know, because that's the one Stacy like looked on for advice, and you know, she was definitely more of an alpha female. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna um, plead my case because Joan Cusack is also kind of funny, and she has the dry humor that Robin has, and she loves Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Right, right, but in the '80s, she was still like uh, the girl with the. Um, with the headgear on and yeah. 16 candles. And I'm trying to think of like the roles at the time. She matured more into that actress post eighties, in my opinion. So I'm trying to picture the era here than the whole body of work, you know? So like at that time, I feel like she was still finding her voice. Um, both of them were criminally, you know, underused in the eighties. I will say that. They Phoebe were. Cage should have been a star. Um, I'm going to say just based on, again, going back to charisma factor, because I feel like Robin oozes charisma from like day one. I'm giving it to Phoebe Cates here. Sorry. No, no, none taken. Like I said, I'm going to apologize. Every I time. know you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up is Jonathan. Oh man. You this, got this one. This was a hard one for me. It was. It really was a hard one. Mine for me. too. Uh, as far as the males go, this was in the top three of the hardest for me. I had to I, change my choice like 20 minutes before we came on. Uh, I didn't. I didn't change mine. I had to really dig for this one. But I, uh, at the end, it came down to Anthony Michael Hall. Okay. As Jonathan. Okay. 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 Huge star in the 80s. Yeah, one of the biggest names of the 80s. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Recently, uh, came back in Halloween. Halloween, which was terrible halloween kills i was about to say it, it depends on where you come at it from if you, <laughs> if you want like a, if you want like a uh horror john wick i enjoyed the carnage of it but, <laughs> yeah. but if you want to continue the storyline and and, mm -hmm. and grade it as the quality of a movie then yeah it wasn't very good evil dice tonight but i will i will evil take tonight. i will take a, a high body count anytime <laughs> <laughs> who did you have for jonathan jonathan is I think the character, the actor could play this character amazingly. Josh Brolin. Ooh. Brand. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm a soft. He is meaty. For the Goonies, he is dumb. So, like, he could play the dumb character very well. Brolin? The only thing from the 80s I saw him in was the Goonies, and he was a meathead. That's what I'm saying. Jonathan is not a meathead. He is an a he's nerd, a quirky photographer, but he's dumb. But we Jonathan? also the thing about Jonathan you have to remember though we also have to believe that he stole Nancy, not stole per se, but wooed uh, Nancy. Yes, yes, he Wo did. Wooed her. Wooed. I wouldn't say like the yeah, then like he he uh, he wooed her with his personality, her right? And, and it wasn't his kinda... looks, so right, he right. looks like a cat with a toupee. Yeah, Josh Brolin is not good looking. 
No, I'm talking about the actor that plays Jonathan. Oh, looks yeah. like a cat. Yeah. John, John is Josh. Yeah, he's, he's a tough. It's a tough sell, man. But you know, Josh you, Brolin you, is fucking handsome. Okay, as shit. he's super. He's super handsome. That's what I'm Josh saying. Josh Brolin is even now. He's he's a silver. Who? Josh, Josh Bro- Brolin. What's that? Outer Range? Have you watched Outer Range? No. Cable and oh, Deadpool yeah. too. Check that out sometime. It's on. Out, uh, I'm writing that down. Prime, on Prime, it's like a kind of a sci-fi lost on meets- it the ranch kind of thing it's it's cool oh um, so he's a sci-fi jeffrey dean morgan kind of yeah kind okay of, yeah. i'm on it oh yeah he definitely definitely zaddy vibes in there man he's yeah brolin's got it but um the fact that you just said daddy vibes no definitely 100%, 100%. <laughs> he's all you know like cowboyed up dude shirtless at times you know herding yes. cattle salt pepper yep. for like josh brolin the patriarch yeah, he really does. Just he really does. makes women swoon mm-hmm. for sure. And in that aspect, I think you got to change his hair a little bit, but I'm going Anthony Michael Hall. Sorry. Because, you know, again, kind of that 16 Candles vibe where, like, he wasn't going to end up with Molly Ringwald, but he ends up winning over, like, the prom queen by the end of the by the end of the movie you know through his like mm-hmm. genuine genuineness and who he is and he doesn't really change himself you know so i'm going going hall so up next is billy which is mine and, i will go first okay go for it my billy and this one was also another hard one for me but i'm going with just based on the persona don't say it Rob Lowe. Same. Is it really? Uh, I actually, oh, shit. I actually changed it today. Did you? My original choice was Judd Nelson. But if you look, if you look at Rob Lowe and St. Elmo's Fire. I was going to say. I almost was going to give it to Fire. Look at, he's got the cross earring. He's got the curly mullet. Yeah. Muscles. Sweaty all the time. Oh, yeah. Badass. Oh, yeah. Outside of the saxophone. And he could actually like walk down the street and all the moms would like run out of their front door just to see him walk down the street. But if if you look at Rob Lowe in the 80s, and I Saint would Elmo's go Fire, to the pool. I'd go to the pool. No, listen, yeah. if you look at Rob Lowe in St. Elmo's Fire. Yes. And mm-hmm. Billy in season three. Oh, yeah. Or two. Same fucking person. It is. Same fucking person. There's two I, ties. I'm kidding. <clears throat> I literally I mean, almost clowned her without even hearing you. I was literally you, gonna be like, you don't even have to answer, Mike. That that's that's it, dude. Because like, yeah, Saint Elmo's Fire. Up. He was a he was a prick in that one too. But like, you, he had you've that seen Saint Elmo's Fire, player. right? Oh, many times. Tell me, <laughs> especially when he gets his when he gets his head dunked in and comes out, yeah. he's like, I guess the glad the wet look's still in. Like he still doesn't have any humility. He's still no. a prick, dude. Rob Lowe is Billy 110%. I I had Judd Nelson just because of Bender and Breakfast Club. Right. But then I really like had to think. Yeah. But yeah, Billy is Rob Lowe 110%. Yeah. We got yeah. that's, that's number double 2. Double tie. That's oh, double shit. tie. Um you have Erica. Okay. This was my last pick. I know. I actually an hour ago is when I wrote this down and I am going and she's she was a TV star, not a movie star. Mine too. But a lot of people know her as Vanessa Huxtable. I went with Tempest Bledsoe. Okay. Vanessa Huxtable. I have another Huxtable. 
I, I, I do too, but I'm not going to say maybe. I, I have another that. Huxtable. It's Keisha Knight Pullum. Oh, nice. The yeah. sister. Fucking hell. That's where I'm going there just based on, uh, yeah. I'm giving that one to Tabby based on, on age and attitude. Yeah. Vanessa was kind of more of a brooding teenager type. You know, she wasn't really as, as sassy. She wasn't mouthy. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. That was Sorry. No. <laughs> but we, 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 we dug into the Huxley. I'm going to say it every time. I'm going to say it every time. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I did not see that coming. That was good. Thank you. I'm impressed. Thank you. I'm impressed for real. So next one is Max. Mm, this one is a huge one. And I immediately was like, this character is going to be played by this actress, Molly Ringwald. I have chosen for Max. Danica McKellar. Oh, interesting. Wow. 80s heart fucking throb. Danica wow. McKellar. The Wonder Years. Oh, yeah. Mm. Winnie Cooper, baby. Winnie fucking Cooper. What a babe. She's a babe, but at the same time, though, is that she doesn't have the attitude. She's a sweet, innocent girl. Yeah. As where Molly Ringwald had. Years? I There's not a lot a of episodes lot. towards the end of the run of the Wonder Years. I just based it off of Molly Ringwald as she's Redhead. the angsty teenage redheaded girl, but who also has attitude behind but her. Molly Ringwald is also. A I feel like we're princess. pleading our case in front of the judge. <laughs> right? Yeah, I love it, dude. Yeah, bring your bring your evidence. Bring all your always daddy's princess. Yeah, but Spoiler behind his breath. back. Uh, behind his back, maybe. Max is a skater chick. She's yeah. a dirty tomboy. Mala Ringwald has never played a dirty tomboy. Judges or judge. on that on that aspect, yes. I mean, I, I'm I, I see that end of it, but then again, going back to Sixteen Candles, the person who parents forgot their birthday and is uh, neglected by their parents quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um. There is a little bit of shine that Ringwald was kind of America's sweetheart. I, it's an inspired pick, and I am I am going Danica McKellar on this. I, that that one didn't, I did not see that one coming, and I, and I dig it. That's a good pick. That's that really that was my pick. next to last uh, choice on this whole list. Yeah. That was a today pick too. You're gonna have to ginger her up a little bit, but uh, yeah. Okay, Lucas, that's Lucas. your pick. I'm going to hit the ground running with this with my boy, Theo Huxtable, Malcolm Jamal Warner. Mine too. <laughs> Mine too. I was, I almost went for, I can't remember his name, but he was, uh, he was Eddie on Family Matters. Eddie oh, Winslow. I was going to pick, yeah, oh, I was yeah. going to pick Jaleel almost. White. But I figured, I figured Eddie Winslow was too tall to pull off a Lucas. So, I almost picked Jaleel White. Jaleel White, yeah. Urkel, yeah. Yep. I could see I that almost, too, almost. But he, right. he's more comical, and he wouldn't have the theatrical side of it. So that's, that's what why I What about when he that. was Stephen Urkel, though? Ooh, Urkel. Or Stefan Urkel? Stephon. What was it? Stefan. Stefan Urkel. When he, when he changed Urkel. personalities? Yeah. I, I liked Jaleel White when he played Bruce Lee, though. I really think that we have more, like, <laughs> ties. Ties. I, I was going to be ties. This. So that's three ties. Yep. Well, I'll let you go first with Will. Will. 
Mm, Will Byers, the star of the show. My Will. The leading man. My Will is going to be Will Wheaton. Nice. That's that's nice. I, I like think that. Will Wheaton would have played that. that. Yeah, I'm impressed. You better, chose, come, you better come hard on this one, Mike. That, that I chose. Pretty that's what she said. It's title yeah. of your sex tape. Okay, real quick. Title <laughs> of your sex tape is officially replacing. That's what she said. Okay, I have to remember that. <laughs> no, uh, I chose Elliot. Henry Thomas. Henry fucking Thomas. Ooh, good one. That boy, that was his feature film anything debut, yeah. and he went all, he did not have to go that hard, but he did. Ooh. Henry fucking Thomas. If I was the judge, that would be really hard. But yeah, what does the judge say? Who did you pick? Will Wheaton? Will Wesley, Wheaton? Wesley Crusher or Elliot? Oh, man. You think about Will Wheaton's character from Stand By Me, though, and there's a lot of yeah, I didn't mirrored think images that. here. A lot of mirror images here about playing that role. Will Wheaton um, knocked it out of the park in Stand By Me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going there. Sorry. You type Will Wheaton? Okay. Will Wheaton, Will Wheaton. Yes, yes. All right. Well then, you have Plus next he up. Already had he already had kind of the ball cut going anyway. He, so yeah, he wouldn't have much wouldn't have much time to mess <laughs> with the, the no fake wig haircut. We all had that ball haircut in the nineties. Yeah, we that did. Shit. Yeah, that, I even had it. <laughs> that haircut stood the test of time for sure. <laughs> uh, so for Mike, Mike Wheeler, Ooh. I chose my 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 dude Corey Feldman. I might have to I'm, give you I'm this one because. You guys Please look for a reaction. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I, I'm hoping she says Corey Haim. <laughs> <laughs> I actually said Henry Thomas for this one. Did you? Okay. I think he has a Feldman versus Haim. Yeah. No, Feldman. Feldman. Feldman versus Thomas. Thomas. I think Haim. he has that look, and he has the the acting ability to play Mike, which. Honestly, in in the movie or in the movie, in the TV show, Mike has a lot of emotions that he has to play as I love you. I care about you. You're my best friend. I love her like the teenage angst, which Henry Thomas really had in E.T. Well, remember Corey Feldman's quarter scene in the well at Goonies. This one, this one right here. This was my wish. And I'm taking it back. Maybe I just have something against Corey. And, but then he's um, taking them all back, though, too. He's I'm taking them all back. <laughs> you just hate I Corey. She hates chose. Corey Feldman so much. I really hate him. I'm a he big ruined Corey. one of my movies. Thank you. I'm a you. big Corey Feldman fan. He ruined one too. of the movies. I'm a big fan. Even today. I almost chose off. Corey Feldman, but then I was like, Ugh. Plus, you can't have an 80s movie where Corey Feldman isn't in the... Fuck Corey Feldman. I hate Corey Feldman, but go ahead. <laughs> Corey fucking Feldman. No, it's your turn. No, he has I, to I, choose. I do. I do love. I do love Corey Feldman, but the problem is Corey Feldman does have too much of an edge from from Mouth and the Goonies, from the Burbs, from pretty much every movie. It he's always a lot cooler. Donatello, bad boy. Where, Donatello. Where 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 Thomas has more of that frailty and like you know. Uh, not weakness per se, but I mean, you you look at Mike and he, you know, he's a frail kid. He's finding his way. I, I feel like Feldman, the first second he steps on, you know, one of the Frog Brothers, man. I mean, from Lost Boys, once again, I mean, he's just always had that like dominant personality 
Like, I, I, it would be tough for him to scale that back. And I don't know. Going Henry Thomas on this one. Okay. Sorry. Henry, it is. No. <laughs> Stop apologizing. No, he's going to do it every time. time. (laughs) Oh, my baby. This is my baby. It's a drinking game. Every time Ryan apologizes, take a drink. Oh, God. (laughs) That's what we're going for. Sorry. (laughs) All right. My guy, Dustin. My baby. My 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 beautiful boy. He doesn't know it, but he is my son. (laughs) (laughs) We're raising Gunner to be Dustin. No. (laughs) I went with Mike, so you go, Dustin. I know. Go. I'm pretty sure we have the same answer on this one, which is Sean Aston. Yeah, Sean Aston. Okay. Well done. Mike from the Goonies, not Mike from Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sean Aston could play Dustin so fucking well because he practically was Dustin. I I could see Sean Aston or I could see Dustin doing the uh Frodo speech. You know what's funny is when I'm picturing these characters. I'm picturing them as if the movies that they are in now, like reversing them. Gatton was in yeah. the Goonies. He would he would totally he would be he would be Mike. He would totally be Mike. Oh, one hundred percent. They would cast him first if they did a remake, or you know, well, they couldn't do a remake because he's too old now. But so I guess we we both agree that Dustin would be played by Bob Newby, superhero. Yes. Rest in peace. Oh my rest God. Peace. No, rest in power, King. Exactly. Love rest that in, guy. Rest in power, Dude. King. <laughs> All right. My girl, Nancy Wheeler. Oh shit! Hold on. Let me finish my drink on this oh, one. My girl. This, this one took one. me a while. This. They get. Oh, they get bigger as as we go down the list. But man, yeah. this one took well, me. You a already minute. said her name. Mm-hmm. It's Molly Ringwald. Mm. Okay, okay. Because he does have a gravitas. All right, go. Yeah. Sell it. Bring your evidence to the court, sir. Uh, Why I chose Molly Ringwald? Present your case. She has uh, that leading lady essence. Mm -hmm. Okay. uh, Nancy Wheeler is 110% leading lady all day. And I'll die on that hill. Okay. Okay. In the 80s, Molly Ringwald was that girl. Okay. She was. Nancy Wheeler is in in school. She's the popular girl. She's the it yeah. girl. Everyone wants to be friends with her. Uh-huh. All the girls want to be friends with her uh-huh. or fight her. Okay. And all the guys want to date her. My pick. Go for it. Jennifer Gray. My sister? <laughs> Jennifer Gray from Dirty Dancing. Jennifer Gray from Dirty Dancing was fucking. Baby. She, yeah. And nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> I mean, I think she could carry it. Plus, in Dirty Dancing, Jennifer Grey was a fucking babe. Hot oh, yeah. shit. Absolutely. That, I, uh, hate that, that I hate that my sister's name is Jennifer Grey. <laughs> that was so fucking that sick. That would be troubling. <laughs> Jennifer Grey so hot. To Dude, bring that's your therapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Crush on your sister? Not that one, you idiot. No, the one from Dirty Dancing with Patrick Swayze. No, I like oh. Jennifer Grey. That's, that's a good pick. What's say That's a good one. And and I feel like the looks line up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. kind of gray. I feel there is a definite resemblance there. Um so that it's I can picture it a lot easier. Oh man, this is a really tough one. This I think this might be Oh, it's gonna get tough. Yet. It's gonna get tough. I know, but this one I think is one of my toughest decisions yet. <laughs> yeah. 
It's definitely my tightest decision. No, my toughest decision yet. Oh, man. Star power. Molly Ringwald or Jennifer Grey? I know. I know. This one's a, this one's a, because the star power of Ringwald, when you're going to cast something like this, like how much the star of the show is Nancy Wheeler, you know? Well, as of right now, she is not much of a star. No, she's. She's but like, in season four, she is like super fucking star. Well, as of right now, yeah, season four, she is like, yeah. she's carrying. Yeah. I mean, as far as all the females off. go, yeah, as far like as all the females off. go. Sorry, Jesus yeah, Christ, no, we're talking all over each other. We're talking his own. Right, you know. Ryan, Ryan, you, you go, go first. You go. You say no. You go. Okay. No, you go. Okay. No, you go. No. Uh, as far as all the females on the show, uh. Nancy Wheeler needs to go to a chiropractor because she's carrying them all on her back. She's even <laughs> Robin is even secondary to Nancy. Robin, if Robin is secondary to you, you're running the shit. You're running the shit. Yeah. Molly Ringwald in the eighties ran the shit. She was yeah, the I it kinda, girl. I feel like, yeah, like, especially when it starts off, it's more her story. Whereas like now I feel like it's, you know, we can get into like the whole, who's who's really the main character these days but um i feel like when it started off through the whole nancy thing and the relationship with steve and the other kids were like the the tag along little brothers and kind of came along it was kind of the nancy story out of the shoot and um the romances that go with yeah i'm giving it i'm giving it molly ringwald damn it three two one stone cold steve austin was a girl it would be nancy wheeler yeah well Nancy Wheeler's a babe, so whatever. <laughs> I'm not gonna fight you. Steve, Steve, this one is mine. Steve the Hair Harrington. Oh, say his name right or don't my say boo-boo. it. My beautiful Steve not the Hair Harrington. Not only on top, but on the chest, as we saw him recently. You know, when they're taking oh. him up, the man's got a got the he full pulled. treasure trail going. He's and it took him. He he's took a him a long time to get that. He's a man now. He's not a he boy. Is... He is all man mm-hmm. now. So my Steve. And this is very, very strange pick, but it took me a little bit to figure it out. I feel like we're going to have the same again. I don't think we will, but my Steve is uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. If you look oh, at him back shit. in the 80s. That came way yeah. out of left field. That's fucking Steve Harrington right there. Cue the music. Yeah. I said Emilio Estevez. Oh. Yeah, Emilio doesn't have it, dude. Sorry, that's Brad Pitt. No, Brad. I'm, I'm not saying. It. I forfeit not, it. No, Brad Pitt. Yeah, uh, and Brad Pitt might be overdoing it a little bit, in my opinion. So I was, I was willing to listen to counter argument, but Estevez did not. He was too big well, from like. I never, you know, I never would have thought of Brad Pitt because to me he was always like late eighties, early nineties, not the eighties at all, the nineties. He, he was, got his start in the early eighties. Oh, I know. So he would be the same age as Steve. Yeah. I never thought of that. That's that's good. I'll no. I forfeit my point on that one. Yeah, take it. It's yours. It belongs to you. Thank you. No, like. Thank yeah. you, my handsome fucking the man. Big, the big man himself, Sheriff Fucking Jim Hopper. Bring Here it. we go. I chose. I'm literally pregnant right now just because you said his name. J- Jim Hopper or David uh, Harbor. <laughs> either one. I don't care. Shitty Hellboy movie. <laughs> I chose my guy. Star of John Carpenter's The Thing, Kurt fucking Russell. Ooh. Shot. 
fired. I love some big trouble in Little China, man. Yeah. Return fucking Russell. Return fucking shot. Okay. I might matrix you. Tom Selleck. Okay. Okay. You got to go for the the badass factor. He was a fucking badass. Did you ever watch Magnum P.I., sir? Did you ever watch? I mean, he was. He had the mustache. He was king of mustache rides. The thing. Feel like you both went too good looking on this. That's. I was kind of waiting for one of you guys to take the edge off a little bit. Harbor's rough around the edges, you know. Oh. Oh, this one is definite hard. Tom Selleck, that is a good pick, though, for real. Name of your sex tape. (laughs) I said this one is a little bit hard, and you said that name of your sex tape. Oh, I I didn't hear that part. I just said that's a good pick. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Both of these men are... All right, work it out. Work it out. They're extremely handsome. That's where I'm kind of... I was was expecting a a, a little shine off off the nickel here, but you guys gave me two ruggedly handsome men here. All right, going into... Do I need to send you a picture of Tom Selleck? Like, <laughs> oh no, I, I, I haven't emblazed him. I still watch PI reruns. So, you know, I, I admit that guy appointment viewing for me. There were no if, and kids and kids listening at home. There was no DVR. No, there was no. If you could maybe figure out what channel it was on and how to set a timer on your fucking Hell, VHS, you might there was be able barely to do VCR. That. Yeah, exactly, man. If you missed a show, you missed that damn Yeah. So you watched Magnum P.I. when it was on. DVR was talking about it the next day. Exactly. Your DVR was talking about it. I can't think of many more appointment television viewings than Mr. Magnum P.I. If it was the 70s, I would have said Burt Burt Reynolds. Yeah, that would have been a lot. Burt Reynolds would have been Hopper in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's... Yeah, either. yeah, but we're talking about the eighties. No, I know. I'm just saying. But if, yeah, if in the seventies, it would have been Burt Reynolds, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. I I mm, these are both fantastic. I'm going Selick because of the calm, cool of him. Yeah. Whereas whereas but, Russell is a little bit more uh, not brash, you know, like he has more of like one liners, more cockiness, more. Where Hopper is more of that calm, cool, less assuming, but still like, you know, a man's man, like get things done. Like, I, I feel that Sella can lean in that role a little bit more. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Joyce Byers. Oh. Is it your turn? Uh, No, it's I mine? do believe it is. No, it is my turn. Go. You got Joyce. Ooh, Joyce Byers. Actually- Joyce. No, yeah. Yeah, it's my turn. You can go first with 11 because I want to go first on Murray. Okay. Because he's my, he's my homeboy. Well, then I'll go first on both of these. Go for it. Joyce Byers, for me, is going to have to be Sigourney Weaver. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. because the, she has that range. Mm-hmm. She has the range of, oh, I love you. You're such a... A beautiful child but to do you think my child's in the upside down. But do you think also Sigourney Weaver could play that that yeah. crouch in the corner, scared, petrified? Look at fucking wrong. Alien. She was not no. at the beginning of it. She was towards the end of it. She said, "I have to grow a dick, and, and I no. have to be a badass." And Ghostbusters two, yeah, I'll give you that. But an Alien, no. She was not a main character in Alien. She was John fucking Rambo in all the Alien movies. She was not at the beginning of Alien. She was a sub-character at the beginning, but halfway through, she had to grow a fucking penis. Well, I chose Gina Davis. 
Ooh. Mm. Okay. Because Man, you guys both went a little hard here. I was because expecting a little more Davis. meekness. Oh, I'm telling you, the last five are fucking hard. Gina Davis is my mom in TV. That's true. Gina Davis is my mom. She is my both mother. Both of these are a little bit like, I feel like, you know, she the claws come out when need be, but she's not really an overly aggressive character on Stranger Things. You know, she's not. You kind of picked a couple of alpha females here, in my opinion. And that's but Joyce Byers can be that alpha if she, she, if she has to be. She can be because when you when you she piss off be. Mama Bear, you pissed off Mama Bear. Oh, absolutely, she can be, but she's not that persona. Like you, both of the ones you pick, like have like I don't even wear sleeveless shirts around them. They both have guns, man. Like they are alpha females. You guys pick some strong female actors here. <laughs> Ooh, ah. Uh. Man, so now I need to break it down, like, who I feel can balance that. Yeah, I, just coming from the horror genre, I, I am going to – I'm going to lean uh, Weaver here. Okay. Yep, yep. Okay. Right. So I guess 11 is my – You got 11. I really think 11 is the same. We have the same answer as Winona Ryder. No. I have Ali Sheedy. Oh. I chose Winona Ryder. And because, you chose Ali Sheedy because, well, if you look at Ali Sheedy in The Breakfast Club, she's she's kind of in the back, she's mm -hmm. quiet, she's timid. So is Winona Ryder, Beetlejuice, yeah, but Heather's, yeah. Well, I've never seen I've, ne I've never seen the Heather's. Oh, I don't think I have. I won't hold that against you. I won't hold that against you. I take that back. I have okay. one time. It was a long okay. fucking time ago. I was probably <laughs> Gunner's age when I saw it, but. Ali Sheedy to me is uh, she's not really outspoken. Eleven is not really an outspoken character, and not in the fact that she really can't put words together the right way. Right. But I could also see Eleven putting apple jacks on her sandwich with mayonnaise and crunching it down. And so I should play Eleven, sprinkling no, dandruff <laughs> on her arm. I will say I was one hundred percent in Mike's camp. And then the Beetlejuice reference point came out, which I was also thinking about well, too. And I'm picturing that face there. But again, going back to the disconnected from reality vibe, like the whole part of Eleven just learning how to human, I'm tilting it back into the Ali Sheedy camp, and Mike's going to take this one. Okay. Sorry. All right. Murray. The bald eagle. I put Murray I, because I know that is literally everybody's favorite right now because of no, this season. Murray is my hero. I, I aspire when I, when I get that age, I hope that I can be half the man that Murray is. Okay. He is the goat. You already have it because you have hair. No. But my my <laughs> fingers are not like arrows. <laughs> I can attest to this. Murray's not afraid to beat the shit oh, out of communists with guns. I would be. <laughs> Okay. Wait, I heard that. <laughs> yeah. I just got there. 30 seconds later. Oh, sorry, I had a Jace moment. <laughs> no, for Murray, I chose Mel Gibson. Whoa. Oh, God, you came in hard. That's one, two, punch. Okay. One, two, body shot. I am rebuttaling with Bill Murray as Murray. Bill the Murray? Yes. Yeah, sorry, you went a little too hard on this one, Mike. Yeah. 
Bill Murray? Murray. Okay. Bill Murray is Murray, yeah. He's got a little bit more vulnerability, but can step up. Uh, and he's like funny. Watered down quick, vodka. Quick change, you know, the movie Quick Change. Uh, yeah. Like he can step up and kind of at the moment, but like Mel Gibson in the 80s was like oozing. Mel Gibson, like, I, I mean, like... the guy like was sex on a platter, dude. Like everybody wanted to. Like I, I, I don't think I don't think he could tone it down enough to be Murray, man. I just don't. I almost feel like I should have put Mel Gibson as Hopper. I was thinking that of Bruce Willis, honestly. Bruce, oh shit, Bruce Willis with the ball with the with the bald Hopper this season, man. Like, yeah. But it's I mean, Die Hard. I know. I, could, I know. I could see Jim Hopper, you know, going up against Hans McGruber. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. not a Christmas yeah. movie. Taking the beating, always taking the beating. Like how many beatings has you know Bruce Willis has taken over his? Of you know, course. Every movie he's always bleeding, and his wife beater's always dirty. Like that's just like a prerequisite for him selecting roles. But in this <laughs> one, I don't think you can dial back Mel Gibson enough to be Murray, dude. I just don't. I can't can't see it. Or I think you can you can. Uh, I think that Bill Murray could flex up. We're talking eighties Bill Murray, like. Carl the Greenskeeper, he was a little bit more in shape. I think everybody's kind of stripes. The listeners at yeah. home thinking of more nowadays, kind of a little bit flubbier. Bill Murray, like, you know, he was he was in shape as Carl the Greenskeeper and like, you know, kind of had the wispy hair and kind of awkward looking, but like, you know, quick witted. And yeah, I gotta I gotta go there. Well, thank there. you. Okay. Well, so final tally then. Um, minus the four. Characters that we chose the same, okay, which is a happy hour podcast first, yeah, because I think with Game of Thrones, we only had we weren't two competing with Game or of Thrones, three. Yeah, we weren't really. We had a couple ties though, we but had it wasn't, ties. I think we had like one or there two. There were four ties, so yeah. Argyle was Keanu Reeves, Billy was Rob Lowe, Lucas was Malcolm Jamal Warner, and Dustin was Sean Astin, mm-hmm. and taking them out. Out of the final, Mike, you had six that won, according to our judge, and I had nine. Six to nine? Six to nine. Which, thank you. We should have had an extra punishment shot for that one. Punishment shot. (laughs) Oh, here we go. You can finish up the rest of this. I'll do do the worst alcohol we have behind us. It's going to be the Johnny Walker. The Johnny Walker is the worst because we've had it in our kitchen for five years. Uh, this is Caleb's Johnny Walker. Game of Thrones White Walker by Johnny Walker. Oh, that's bad, that, man. Do it. It's, it's pure. It's scotch. It's delicious. I yeah. love scotch. This is not punishment for me. This <laughs> yeah, is a that, win. That, that that's gross. Now, if you'd have yeah. poured that in the remainder of the pixie shot, that might have That's been. a punishment yeah. shot. Yeah. Because it's got that sticky blue in it. But no. <laughs> so, do we have any predictions for yeah. what's going to happen since we don't know what's going to happen? So, let's, let's throw down some predictions real quick. Really quickly. Let's let our guests go first. Who uh, dies tonight, Ryan? I'm sorry to say Eddie is is a one one season wonder. I think he's he's pretty much done. He he filled his piece and he's he's met his maker. I think that little guitar solo we saw on the uh on the um, in the trailer. In the trailer, yeah, I think that's gonna be how he goes out, saving a lot of people, doing his thing. I think I think Eddie is done. If Eddie I, dies, would would that as a fan of the show and a fan of Eddie, would it break your heart to see Eddie pass on? 
And, and do you have hopes that he will actually continue on to season five? I think, you know, like we saw with Sean Aston, like they, they introduce us with these really like characters, these characters that really kind of take you in and make you involved and then take them right away from you without like really affecting the main cast. I feel like we're going to get some main cast loss, I, but I, I feel like this is the one that will strike people enough without having to rip too deep into the core cast. So I think it'd be cool if he kept on, but I feel like he would have to do it. Unfortunately, like taking over for somebody like Steve, like it would have to be like a, a switch where like he's taking over this role now and I'm not ready yeah. to go there with it. So I don't want to see <laughs> like that kind of a transition here. So as much as I like him in, in his, in his uh you know debut here and how he's he's really clicked and and found his role like you know stay away from steve so i think eddie's eddie's in there and i also i'm gonna say i think will has served his purpose as a character and that's what i said too his time in the upside down is going to come back up some way shape or form and i think i think I think he's going to say goodbye and then the painting will come up later on that he's never actually shown and it'll somehow either be a real tear jerking moment or something along that line that, you know, uh, what do they call it? Chekhov's gun, Chekhov's painting is going to come into play sometime tonight. So I think those are two of the ones I feel confident about. The rest would just be like pure speculation. Well, all this is pure speculation, but I, I feel those two are done. I I think that they threw Eddie in to draw audiences in to where he's like, oh, this is Eddie. He's such a sweet guy. He's such a cool guy. They're going to kill Eddie off. I think Will has a, he's still attached to the Upside Down, which makes him vulnerable. And I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. But I think Lucas is going to die to save Max. Mm. He's going to sacrifice himself for Max. Mm -hmm. Because there was such that disconnect, you know, middle school and high school, and then they were, like, reconnected halfway through the school season. Jonathan is going to sacrifice himself for Nancy. And Ooh. I really hate to say this, but I think Joyce is going to die. Just because of the, the teaser trailers of Will and Jonathan hugging. Oh, they were hugging and crying. And they were crying in that and cafeteria. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Joyce Joyce is probably gonna gonna kick the bucket. How many yeah. more hits can Hopper take, man? <laughs> keep, keep, how many more hits can he take, man? Anyway, what are your predictions, Mike? I'm gonna I have to go with Tab on the the Joyce thing. Uh, Joyce mm -hmm. being eliminated. I saw a uh, I don't remember where I saw the photo. Well, not photo, but video. And it was Joyce. Uh, she was on the uh, on a wall in the upside down, and she had like those vines, like, like all around her. And uh, and then after it showed that, it cut to Will and Jonathan embracing each other and crying. Mm -hmm. uh, but there, there's actually a theory behind that. It was either uh, because the shot was so blurry, it's actually hard to tell if it's Joyce or Robin. Oh, yeah. Robin could could go. Um, I mean, she really. I could. do. God, I I, I don't want to fucking say it when out you loud. when you put Nancy and Steve back together, though. I mean, you that's, can cut Robin out of the storyline and have it be very impactful. Well, that's that's another thing I was gonna say is, man, I don't want to say it out loud because I'm scared if I do, it'll happen. And that's <laughs> uh, Nancy's gonna find herself in quite the pickle, 
And Steve is going to be like, no, man, that's my girlfriend. And he's going to jump in and he's going to, he's going to take a bullet for Nancy. Very possible. That would be I a huge don't, Dude, if, God damn it, if Steve dies, I'm, if, if, if Steve dies, we fucking riot. If Steve <laughs> dies, I'm, no. And, and the other, oh, God, I'm going to throw up just saying it. Dustin. Murray could go. No, Dustin. Oh, yeah. Steve's gonna throw if if Steve doesn't sacrifice himself for Nancy, he's gonna do it for Dustin. Yeah. Oh God, his I need to get off this call right his, now. But I think we're all in agreement, though. This is very Empire Strikes Back moment. I think oh, Vecna's gonna God. gonna quote unquote win this. I don't think Eleven's gonna be prominently featured because yeah. you see the "Oh, you're not ready" kind of thing. They did the they did like the flashbacks for Eleven. But mm -hmm. they never like dug deep into what's gonna like they did the 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 past of what happened to her. They didn't dig deep no, into but... what is going on right now with Eleven. Yeah, how long has Vecna been under there since Eleven pushed him through though, waiting for this moment, brooding for this moment? I yeah. don't think she really is ready. And I think it's going to be a temporary victory for Vecna, and it's going to be casualties, and then. The next season is when they finally. Can I also bring this out? Left. I have a theory. Yeah. I, I want to bring this out. They're going to bring eight back because eight never died. I think they're going to bring Ooh. eight back. There's also a theory and... that Eddie is number 10. Eddie is oh. 10. And Vecna is 11's biological father. Now, for the listeners, real quick, it is Friday night. The two episodes dropped right. today we while we're it. recording this. You guys are hearing this on Tuesday. <laughs> right. in three days yes and and mocking us for our, for our yeah. or like damn so, you guys are uh, precogs either way so yeah it's right now it is 9 26 eastern? eastern standard time on friday night so yes everybody knows what happens here i think it's going to be yeah a very big i think it's going to be a temporary win because the upside down hasn't really uh had too many w's during this whole series man. oh that's like, yeah. yes know, Something is always coming in at the last moment to save the day and with minimal losses on the good guys team and it's coming to a head. And once we got the final reveal of how Vecna was created and how it was 11 and all that stuff, like, and how he's been sitting there plotting, brooding what he did to his own family. Like this is a whole new type of villain. And I, I feel that to just wipe him out tonight, I, I, I think he's going to, I think he's, they're going to have to lick their wounds and collect themselves to hit hard next season. But I think they're going to take the L tonight. It's a good guess. I don't know if I'm ready for next season, honestly. Well, in two years, we'll see. I, I just, oh my God, depending on how these last two episodes go. And I'm not ready. And Ryan, you will receive so many messages as we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just, oh my God, did you fucking see that? We'll, we'll make a group chat. <laughs> the, the, but the good news is they will recruit the Ewoks for season five. So everything will be yes. fine. So. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to see Vecna try to take over Endor and all the Ewoks. You're like, no, nah, dude, you're not doing that. Fuck you. All right, let's go do it. Let's go watch, man. Appreciate it. Thank yeah. you for coming on this episode. Thank you for being the judge and uh, choosing. Favoring in her, whatever. It was, tough cho it was tough choices. I, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was. It was. No, it, this was a good episode. Good game. Yeah. Good game. Yeah. You're ignoring my handshake. Eat it. <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> I'll remember that. You won't remember that. <laughs>
bullshit. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, don't touch me. <laughs> For those who don't play in the sorry drinking game, sorry, 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 sorry. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy your evening. Now, now go ugly cry and watch the last two episodes. So, Ryan, where can our listeners find you? Oh yeah, I was just having so much fun. I didn't even think about it. Um, <laughs> we got you. I uh, host Pain Productions, spelled P-A-I-G-N, from Champaign, Illinois. Um, you can find me on all social media platforms at P-A-I-G-N Pro for Pain Productions. Pain Pro. I still haven't made my first TikTok video yet, but it's coming. But you know, subscribe, pick and choose. The whole production part of it is. I don't have a, a an overlapping theme. I do a lot of drafts. I do some solo pods. I'll do some in things about movie box offices, fantasy football, whatever. You don't have to listen to them all. Just download them all. Pick and choose what you want, like a buffet. Hell yeah! Thank you, thank you, man. And uh, uh, and you can, as always, just check out our link tree. That's link tree slash Happy Hour Podcast three on Word. You can find all of our socials there, all of our listening platforms. Our merch store at tpublic.com slash last call merch is there. Our sponsor, bosquycoffeeroasters.com, is there. Visit bosquycoffeeroasters.com. Use happy hour code bosquycoffee happy hour for 10% off at checkout. So you can also us find memes. us on the WhatsApp. Yes. Uh, and for our listeners, uh, if you want to talk to us, shoot us a message. Tell us what you think of the show. You can use our WhatsApp at 502-407-8064. That's 502-407-8064. We are less than two months away from, from our world record, record episode. Which our good buddy Ryan Laskus will absolutely. be participating. I, I think you got two blocks. Uh, yeah, he I does. Got AC Slater slot, dude. I'm going to come yeah, in and rally man. the troops like late, late, late. Yes, oh, I'm yeah. so excited. Like 2 or 3 a.m. I'm coming in. I'm, I'm already planning something. So. And text us off air just to help us stay awake if you want. And be sure to check out uh, Tab's new podcast called Ladies Night featuring you, Lisa from Designated Quizzers, and Jen from What I Had Heard Was Podcast. These three ladies are getting ready to drop their second episode. It's pretty heartfelt. No fucking spoilers. If you want to know what it's about, you got to listen to it. We drop raw. and uh, Just like me. (laughs) (laughs) Title your sex tape. But... um, (laughs) So ladies night is um, not just for ladies, but if you have something to say, we want to hear it. We want to see the other side. Um, We created this podcast to include everybody, uh, male, female, uteruses, deuteruses, deuteruses. I was about to say that before deuteruses. Fuck yeah. At this (laughs) point, it's, it's a fun time. Like we drink, we smoke, we hang out, we have a good time. That's that's what we do. Uh, this next episode that we're going to drop is going to be super heavy because the Roe v. Wade shit kind of fucking dropped and happened. And it for those of you listening, it it really affects me a lot. And uh, you have to listen to the episode. I'm not going to spoil it here. I know why. I know. I was there. You. Yeah. Yeah, you were. It's heavy. It's Thank you heavy. guys so much for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. We love you guys for listening. We love you guys for sharing. Please share us. Uh, we get drunk and we have fun. That's literally <laughs> what happy hour is about. Yes. And we love our guest stars. We love our guest judges, especially when they choose me. <laughs> <to win. laughs> 
No, Fuck thank you, Ryan, you. so much for coming on. Fuck you, you remember Ryan. What, you remember <laughs> what my Venmo is, right? Okay? <laughs> you got it. Oh, wait, oh, wait, no, no, no. We, we're still recording <laughs> shit. Okay, sorry, sorry. You got 10%. If we get any <laughs> anything get after this, you get ten percent. We'll give you ten percent off uh, Bosky coffee <laughs> and a free All sticker. Right. Yeah, All perfect. right, man. We'll... Right, let's 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 fucking split this shit so we can finish uh, yeah. volume two of go. Stranger Things. Let's go. I'm Mike. I'm Tabby. Go text and drive. Always drinking. You guys have a good night, a great rest of your week, and we will see you <laughs> next time. Join us next week when Matt Freights, hashtag Team Matt, joins us for seasons of the hit TV series, Stranger Fucking Things. Good night. All right. Take it easy, guys.